everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarbonito, your features editor. Andrew Rodden, editor-in-chief. Andrew Stretch, sleep-deprived editor. Yeah, this this man has slept five hours since Cheers of the Kingdom came out. Yeah. How do you feel? It's been, a, it's, it's been a wild weekend so far, and it's only Saturday. I cannot wait to play this game until midnight again tonight. <laughs> at the time of recording, right? I guess yeah, we at should, the time we of should, recording. We should like phrase it with that, right? Like this game, this uh, <laughs> podcast comes out Monday. He's probably slept more than five hours by then. I hope. I won't. Challenge okay. double. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll avoid it. He'll have, he'll have slept ten hours by then. Yeah. You know, at this point, I think Link has slept more than you. like your Link has true. slept more than you. He's got a sweet fucking mullet because of it. Well, Link, yeah, Link also doesn't count because, like, already with the first game, he slept for 100 years. Oh, like, that's right. He's kind of got he can do feet. so many inhuman feats. I could yeah, do anything yeah. if I get eight hours. Come on. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're obviously going to talk about Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because that's the only video game now. Um, no, but first, there's no reason to have, own any other video games for a little while. Probably, honestly. Yeah. Um, but first, let's get into some news. There's been a lot of financial call reports uh, for fiscal year stuff. If any of that interests you, we do have a lot of those stories on uh, on our site at TechRaptor.net. Uh, you can see some companies are up, some companies are down. Square Enix is actually a little down. Um, so they're going to double down on cryptocurrency if that's something you want to learn more about. Instead of making a huge profit, they only made a kind of big profit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but the ones we want to focus on in today's episode, uh, Andrew Wilson, uh, head of EA Electronic Arts, it's in the game, uh, had a conference call where he talked about kind of EA's future. Um, some of the big highlights from it, Jedi Survivor is tracking pretty well, uh, which kind of isn't, isn't a surprise you know fallen order was a pretty big hit yeah. it is actually it is a is surprise it? it's a it's a star wars property that is getting praise that is <laughs> fair it doesn't happen very frequently no i mean it's it's, it's, people... it's amazing what happens when a quality product actually gets released <laughs> with their yeah. with well, the branding I mean, maybe tempered a little, right? Because I think yeah, Jedi Survivor is still a little mired in the bugs, the all of that, right? Sure, um, it's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, that's just games nowadays, right? Yeah, every every game has bugs. Yeah, not Zelda, but well, Zelda does have bugs. Oh, just a different kind of bugs. Yeah, in game, you know, intentional. Yeah, <laughs> intentional. By intentional evil. bugs, you are referring to like the crickets and the dragonflies yes, yes. right. yeah, the, okay. the, the actual <laughs> the animals known as yes. bugs they, uh... yeah uh but no jedi survivor is doing well uh and, and understandably the story is pretty good which we did do a spoiler cast last week if you want to check that out on our channel if you finish the game of course and want to hear our thoughts on it um generally though ea's main focus is still going to be online experiences but blockbuster stories are still kind of you know, there for them too. A quote from Andrew Wilson here, a great portion of our investment will go into building games and experiences that entertain massive online communities. We'll then follow up with a more focused, deliberate investment against telling block, uh, against telling block, blockbuster interactive stories. And we think that there will be opportunity for investment over time with the extension of those social and creative tools, both for the in-game experience and beyond the game experience. And so of it course, kind of sounds EA like sports. EA, EA is just taking the platinum games approach to things. 
in that they're going to do a couple of things that are surefire bets, you know, and then they will risk it. They'll put mm. their necks on the line, which like, you know, creatively in a business, it makes sense. You know, the, the safe, the safe games are worth being safe for. Um, it means you can make the high quality extra stuff. I'm just not sure what other high quality extra stuff they're going to be working on. How insane is it that a Star Wars game where you play as a fucking Jedi was seen as a risk in their eyes? How absurd yeah. is that, by the Who way? Who even likes the Jedi? Like, I know Survivor was, um, it was a pretty sure, surefire thing, I'm sure. Internally, they're thinking, all right, yeah. we got something here. Mm-hmm. But the first one, no. <laughs> yeah. Especially with it being kind of like a little more soulsy. Like, it's not easy, you know, like uh force yeah. unleashed kind of energy you know yeah, or it's like kind of mash it. they thought how do we apply to the interests of the mullet demographic and mm. they frankly nailed it um very very fantastic yeah. business decisions true. on their end yeah i mean i think it's easy to forget sometimes if you're more of a like uh if you don't play sports games right ea has a lot of big sports games like that yeah. make them money like they money. don't they don't have Call of Duty, but they have Madden, you know. Um, so that's probably yeah. why online experiences are their major focus, yeah, right? They have Madden, and then their college football game is coming back, which I know so many people are fucking huge, huge hype for because a lot of people like that better than Madden mm-hmm. for a long time. I mean, in in Europe as well, it's going to be interesting to see how things go with EA Football Club, yeah. as they're now calling it, um, and like. You know, I'm I'm currently on a podcast for video games. I don't know what the big differences are going to be in like what leagues they have access to mm. when now that they're not a FIFA licensed game and now that they're yeah. a football club game. Uh, but I'm sure that, you know, that's also going to be a little bit of a question mark of, you know, with so many changes, how are the fans of not only the game, uh, the game FIFA, but the game football um and the and the leagues are gonna get into it mm-hmm. yeah sure. well i think it's in and i hope they keep going that route where they got the steady uh steady income from their sports stuff and stuff like apex legends mm-hmm. and they can do more risky things um bigger things like I, well i mean it seems weird too to think of it as risky because it's not the new next dragon age shouldn't be seen that way you think but well with bioware's track record recently I yeah, think. I, yeah anthem has really done a big thing and then the the latest mass effect wasn't as well i mean received. wasn't wasn't the lost dragon age also not that fantastically received inquisition i thought that yeah, won, no, like, inquisition game won game of the year awards all over the place it was very okay. well received. Yeah. to be fair no other game came out in 2014 but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it was pretty big yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good too. I think it, it nailed that open world ish formula. Like it, it was yeah. huge open maps, like lots of side quests kind of energy. Um, but yeah, I think we like EA so far this year has a pretty good track record of those single player blockbuster yeah. stories. I mean, Dead Space remake, which is a remake, so I mean, pretty sure fire, mm-hmm. but it's still like it's mm-hmm. pretty well received. It's and done like, well, yeah, yeah, and it, and it did more than just like it's the old game but prettier, right? They actually like revamped some of the sections yeah. to make it more palatable. 
feels so weird to talk about EA in this way with how much shit they've gotten over the years. Deservedly so. Yes. Remember what yeah. was it that 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 was two years in a row they won that like worst company in the world like the mm-hmm. online voting yeah. thing <laughs> over yeah. like banks that were turning people out of their homes over like <laughs> Nestle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So it looks. I'm just. I've just pulled up. You know, kind of what is what is EA going forward that we're aware of. We've got Dragon Age that we've spoken about. Skate. Um, yes. We, yeah. we already know okay. that they're going to throw a whole bunch of online functionality into Skate. Yeah. Um, they've got a single player Battlefield game, a Sims franchise game, some Marvel games, including Iron Man. Yeah, that EA voted, Mass right? Effect game. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Respawn has said they're working on a brand new IP, if I remember yeah. right. We just don't. Like, yeah, there's an untitled game by Vin Zampella, as well yeah. as Respawn is apparently doing a untitled first-person shooter Star Wars game and an untitled strategy game in the Star Wars universe. Hmm. So, strategy. EA has a pretty... Did you say Respawn is doing a strategy game? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it says Respawn Entertainment, untitled hey, Star Wars Studios strategy game. Are are uh multi-talented yeah, they can work i mean hey i think when people expected or when people heard about them doing jedi fallen order it was like the, the people who make shooters yeah. right so now well, it's like fucking the forza people are making the new fable yeah <laughs> like what i can't wait to like do donuts in a fantasy Dude, town <laughs> that'll fit like fable was always like ed eh, do whatever the fuck yeah. like, yeah, so respawn is working through what they call a a production collaboration with a different studio called Bit Reactor. His uh, um, name is it's familiar. I don't know, so yeah. I don't know why it sounds and rings a bell, but I just pulled. I'm trying to see what games they do. Uh, yeah. Oh, it looks like it was just founded in 2022. Um, Maybe it's just news of it being... We're collectively developed some of the most successful games you've heard of, XCOM, Civilization, Gears of War, Elder Scrolls Online. So mm. it's it's like a, you know, a, the Hot. place where all of yeah. the veterans get together to make their own super rock band project. Right. right. Uh, one last interesting bit from the EA conference call. Uh, Andrew Wilson gave a little statement about the the biggest news of the year for the past year, uh, the Microsoft Acqu- Activision acquisition potential thing that's been happening um uh wilson says that he is aware of it uh but that it's not very material to ea as a company because quote we continue to be microsoft's biggest partner i think we're the number one publisher on their platform so it's kind of like humble bragging like doesn't matter we're still the best on xbox so yeah yeah uh and then beyond that uh he said that down the line like him as a ceo he's predicting the future and that the game space will see more and more acquisitions this is not the last big acquisition that we will see and he wants to make sure that ea is an is an acquirer and not an acquiree and that they don't become acquired or eaten Uh, by a bigger fish people brought up ea as someone that could potentially be acquired someday but it's also like dude ea is a lot bigger than people think about a lot of times Mm -hmm. when they ever discuss that like it would be huge. It'd be bigger than Activision, probably mm-hmm. being acquired. I don't. I don't know what the numbers compare there, but it, uh, just as a gut feeling, like it, EA's got a lot of shit going for it. A lot yeah, of licensed I, stuff that it brings to the table that a lot of people don't have. 
licensed stuff, but also EA owns PopCap, which is that's true that people forget about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like there's this weird like big three of Nintendo between PopCap King and Zynga that just like no one pays attention to, but they're like waging yeah. a war. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I I could see EA probably picking up bigger or like like smaller uh, studios in the long run i wonder I think what they would be looking to acquire ubisoft honestly maybe <laughs> assassin's creed mirage published by we- weirdly a lot of ubisoft games feel like they could just be ea game <laughs> for some reason I, maybe I don't, I, I don't know i feel like ubisoft games do have a different feel a little yeah but like if someone said oh yeah ea's now doing assassin's creed be like okay and oh they're yeah. doing this weird legacy like live service version i'll be like oh, okay that makes sense <laughs> like yeah <laughs> I mean, the the thing is, though, with EA, right, is they do have a history of acquiring smaller studios or bringing yeah, them in-house. Don't, don't go, go so well. Yeah. I mean, like the Dead Space uh, studio as an example, right? Like, Rip. Yeah. RP Visceral. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure there are articles out there. It's like a list of every uh, studio that EA has shut yeah, down. Yeah, well, I think that yeah. there's the famous website, the Google Graveyard, where they've killed all kinds of people. But isn't there like an EA Graveyard? Maybe like a lot of the ones that they they talk about um, that come up a lot. Like people probably don't know the names of very much anymore, but they were like the early days of like PC gaming in particular. These were like the big names. Yeah, like I I think they Um, shut down the Command and Conquer Studio, right? Um, Yeah, well, like something big like Westwood Studios. Yeah, that was was humongous. Forever Visceral was huge. People, if people remember Pandemic, they did the original Star Wars mm-hmm. Battlefront games. Yeah. Um, like they even they even bought Origin, shut that down. Origin was Origin Systems was the Ultima people and all that mm-hmm. back in the day, which is huge. Right. So like there's yeah they have a bit in Maxis SimCity. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of big old names that they got rid of. So right. Bioware somehow stuck it out. That's what everybody thought when they bought Bioware, they're like, oh, Bioware's fucked. <laughs> they're dead. Yeah. I feel like Bioware is the exception, not the rule, right? Well, I mean, Bioware like had a lot of... Bioware is the shambling yeah. corpse of what it was. Nope, like There's like nobody there that was there when they bought it. Right, but I mean, back when it was acquired, like it had so much star power. Like people oh, knew yeah. the name It was the, like one of the premier devs when it was yes. acquired. Mm-hmm. Now, who knows, right? Now, um, a little, little marred yeah so if ea does acquire more i mean because like they again they have a history of acquiring but i think it sounds like wilson's thinking more about like the big like the billions of dollars acquisition kind of deal like a like them acquiring something on the level of bungie or like zenimax like that sort of energy is what i'm getting yeah i Mm -hmm. bungie was kind of like destiny was kind of like the last like um stand up for like a really big live service game that i could think of that wasn't owned by a big old company yeah uh, i can't think of another one yeah me neither because they're all like big ass company like Fortnite is also like oh yeah they're a part Epic. of a massive company <laughs> and shit so. i mean and then even you know destiny now is under sony <laughs> that's what i mean yeah. yeah so now they're not even part of it like that was the last one i could think of that was like okay this is somebody that they were their own company they did that one thing or whatever I mean, so I guess what, it's, it's I guess what the, who owns the Eve? Is Eve Online owned by a big thing? I don't know. I wouldn't sell no. Eve is not as big as Destiny, obviously, but they've been around forever. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I guess I there's, there's uh, Star Citizen too. They're owned um, 
I don't even bother. <laughs> don't even bother with that. Uh, yeah. But I don't maybe know. Yeah, you will buy Star good. Citizen. That'll be maybe it'll actually get finished. As Mass Effect. Eve Eve is made by CCP Games. Yeah. I don't think anybody Icelandic. Owns, I don't think anybody <laughs> owns them. I think they're still their own thing. Yeah, I feel um, like they kind of just operate in their own little nook. Well, not that, little, but like their own nook. If people don't know about Eve Online, like just go read some articles because it's the it might be the most fascinating game that's played today. Looks like still. in 2018 they got purchased by the company that publishes Black Desert Online, but even uh, that is like not big enough. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Well, Weird. let's let's shift over and talk about Nintendo because we also Nintendo. had a there's a big transcript from a big Q and A with Nintendo President Shintaro Furukawa. That's uh, kind of all about the future of Nintendo, the next uh, potential next generation of a console, uh, Switch prices, Tears of the Kingdom, movies. Like it was a big tell all. Um, some of the highlights. Uh, so they are they're not not thinking about next gen. You know, much like everyone else has been since 2018, um, but their primary focus is still expanding and re-engaging the current Switch player base, which is like over 120 million. Well, yeah. wasn't, there, wasn't there a recent thing where they talked about like we're their goal is to have multiple Switches in the household, mm. like each household having more than one? I mean, that makes. I mean, it, like, which is they're succeeding about. With a lot of people, Man, who would have a who would yeah. have a household with multiple switches? That's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. stretch. Who who would? But I mean, it, it's like the 3ds, right? Like the, there wasn't just the one 3d. Like especially if it was a it's a like a family household with multiple kids, yeah. there isn't just yeah. the one 3ds usually, no. right? Yeah. yeah. So I think the switch is going that same direction. Um, and then the the Mario movie, which was a. I mean, even critically, though critically, it wasn't you know the best movie ever. It's not going to win any awards. Uh, it definitely won in the box office. Uh, for no, sure. it, it may win best original song. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. There's been there's been <laughs> right. a big push. People are people. That's going to be For like peaches? the the yeah the big meme brain push of the internet to get peaches. to get peaches Just and like in the, the award cycle. Over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You're yeah. not wrong. Yeah. Okay. It, also, it's what Jack Black does best. Yeah. His video game song that came out like yesterday, that was fucking weird. I don't know if you guys have seen that. <laughs> I did. It's one see that you need to watch the, the music short. video for. Yeah. <laughs> like if, a, if you don't watch the music video, you're like, what the fuck garbage am I listening yeah. to? Because it's mm. not that great, but it's the music video that doesn't. Okay. Because it's kind of all over the place. I was, I was, when, it was, when you listen to you, like, what is he getting at? Like, what is the purpose yeah. of this? <laughs> <laughs> and then you watch the video well even watch the video like I, I guess it was just an opportunity to make a anyway if you watch it's weird okay. um, but yeah, the it's Mario indescribable movie did, <laughs> the Mario movie did well and that kind of led to a huge bump in, in sales for Mario merch Mario games all sorts of Mario stuff I think Nintendo is noticing that like oh if you release yeah. a movie about our big IP it lifts everything else up yeah it's always uh, I, I know that they uh, it's, it seems like they shouldn't be surprised at all. Like, it's like fucking no duh. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to make it cartoony and kid friendly and it's Mario, a fucking course, people are going to go see it. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully, more movies will be coming. 
Well, I mean, they did announce that they uh, have that new Nintendo Pictures arm, right? That's going to be all yeah. about movies or animated stuff for Nintendo. What, so, what do you think the um, internet rage is going to be when Link starts talking? I think people were mad about Chris Pratt voice. Who who would voice Link, though? That's the ultimate Dude, question. I right? don't know. <laughs> Charlie I don't Day. Know. I mean... I'm give me, give me a frantic Charlie Day. I, don't know. I mean, I just really hope that they would lean into Say Benedict like, Cumberbatch is going to be Link. <laughs> he's got the he got Link's cheekbones, right? So. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is Link. <laughs> I'm thinking like Timothy Chalamet. Oh God, that's probably it. You're probably right. No, sorry, it's going to be Tom Holland. That'll be oh, it. Actually, uh, yeah, yeah, probably not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, let's uh, get a different big Marvel, yeah, uh, Marvel actor. Mm -hmm. But so since then, um, his hope uh, for Kawa's hope is that with the Mario movie, it's it's kind of a it's something that has engaged new guests or new people who would play Mario, like people who want to pick up a Mario game, but also kind of engage the older people who have maybe not played a Mario game in, in recent years. You're like, oh, yeah, Mario was fun. They'll want to yeah. pick it back up, which is a very, you know, business decision that makes a lot of sense, right? Like it's something that you prime them to think about Mario and then mm -hmm. they will buy Mario stuff, right? It's the uh, superliminal advertising from The Simpsons. Yeah. Have you seen that episode? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you joined the Navy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, right? I mean, like, there isn't a scene where Chris Pratt turns to the camera and is like, buy Mario games. But uh, that's a 90-minute ad for that, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, remember Mario Kart? Remember Rainbow Road? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, we're all, you know, there's the new Transformers movie coming out as well. That's just marketing. <laughs> mm hmm Exactly. And this is something they could probably do in the future, right? Like with a, with a hypothetical Zelda movie, with a Metroid movie, they'll maybe they'll release one with Metroid Prime 4 in 2032. Who knows? Um, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that, there was, that they are not trying to capitalize on some kind of more immediate synergy by having a Mario title like announced to be releasing near the movie or even yeah. just like a game of the movie. Um, I know that, mm -hmm. you know, the industry as a whole has kind of moved away from those movies to video game adaptations as much. I think the last one I can think of off the top of my head was Ratchet and Clank in 2016. Yeah, that was a weird um, one. Yeah, and that was weird in general. But, um, but yeah, I'm a little bit surprised that it's just like, oh, man, that was hype. Good Mario movie. I yeah. want to play Mario. There's no new Mario like for me. It would have been fucking rad. Imagine if they put like a Kong <laughs> Kingdom like world from Odyssey DLC. Mm, that would have been, been, like, been a potential. pretty perfect yeah. pairing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and we are six years now from Mario Odyssey. I mean, Just I guess about there was six years, yeah. There was uh, Bowser's Fury. So, and, yeah. like the kind of expansion to. To the, yeah, it was a lot uh, of fun. Yeah, yeah, to Super Mario 3D World. 3D World, yeah. Yeah, 3D World. That's it. But like no new mainline Mario game on the horizon that we are no, aware of, but no, also either. June is next month. So June's next month. Yeah. And like when breath of wild came out, that's when Odyssey came out the same year. Cause mm -hmm. what breath of wild was March and Odyssey was September, October. I want to say October. October. Yeah. October. Yeah. Cause they came out the same day as two other games. I think one of them uh, was Wolfenstein Two. Oh, 
I think you're right. Anything else? I don't yeah, remember. That's but, right. Yeah. Yeah. That game Wild where, time where Hitler's a you know it's a great Hitler scene in Wolfenstein too. Yeah. Not a great Hitler scene in Mario. Weirdly. Yeah, that's a mark of a bad game. Yeah, talk about missed opportunities. It's, it's such a shame what's left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, it really is. Maybe that's why they didn't release DLC. I don't know, maybe. Um, yeah, and the last big thing from that uh, that Q and A. So they talked a little bit more about that seventy dollars price tag for Tears of the Kingdom, and that that won't be something that's universal moving forward. It's just a case by case basis, which I think they've, they've expressed yeah, that. Like, hmm, uh, which one can we before. get away with where people are not going to notice? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That's, that's when it'll happen. Exactly. Cause like from a technical perspective, you know, I mean, I don't think the switch is going to put out a game where it fuels $70. Like when you just look at the graphics or whatever, but breath of the wild or tears of the kingdom, both yeah. of them really are the kind of game where you're like, that's, that's like 50 cents an hour. I could spend in yeah. this video game. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, you know, something like Breath of the Wild, it's, I don't, the sales numbers are going to be absurd. I don't even know what they're going to be. Like, uh, Breath of the Wild is big. I, well, I mean, the biggest, what, uh, Switch game is still like Mario Kart by like a lot. Like, it mm-hmm. sold a ridiculous amount, like, like 80 million or something, I think. Yeah. Um, but I'd be really curious about Tears of the Kingdom because now that the Switch has got such a humongous base of people that own them, own it now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be crazy. All other developers just must be pissed. Just, just look over at Nintendo and be like, "How the fuck?" I don't know this about pissed. Maybe like jealous. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like good jealous. Yeah. Like damn. Like, like a twenty million sold is like one of their low tier games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. that's, the, that's what Nintendo's good at, right? It's like they're they're yeah. exclusives, but they're mm-hmm. exclusive sell millions. So I've also seen so many people on social media and stuff, and I know someone personally who, um. Best Buy wasn't gonna get their copy to them on the day, so they just went, "Oh fuck it," and they bought it again digitally. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> they can get away with it." Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just to reveal a little bit about my my news habits, like I, I subscribe to the New York Times and to Vox, right? And both of them ran big stories like yesterday and today about Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm like, "Bro, I go to yeah. you for." for stuff about politics and here you are talking about my shit my realm yeah. my my world you know it's like it is if that's not a sign that games are mainstream i don't know what is right but i they have like, a yeah i have a friend who works at npr um and when we got caught up for drinks yesterday she asked how it was because they'd done a segment on it wow and she's like this is fucking weird yeah <laughs> Like, I think this is the kind of thing, like, you know, if slash when Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out, it'd be the same. Like, that's that level of, you yeah. know, well, just crazy about it. That's going to that's going to hit for different levels. With like, I wonder if they'll be like, considered like they were with Red Dead 2 and they'll be like, hey, we're going to give you the date way far in advance so that other devs can be like, all right, don't put it's anything here. around this for like a month. Yeah. Like. Is that is that nice or does that just come across as cocky? I mean, it is <laughs> kind of like, like flapping it down. True. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our release date. <laughs> like, and you're like, all right, man, all right, yeah, I see it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I respect like, it. I know to steer clear. Fuck. <laughs> but they yeah. can do that. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. But hey, tell you what, one thing that one thing that I predicted last week, I have not heard a thing about Redfall in the past 
what's 36 that? hours uh, or so just like what? i wonder what the steam That's count it. is right now was a little blip of a game and yeah it got <laughs> hatred burying it if they were launching the game in between these two massive releases of jedi survivor and tears of the kingdom it would be one thing there's 465 people on steam playing it right now or yeah. people I mean, I, th I think the most fun I had with Redfall, and this is not a joke, uh, like last night I got together with, with the group of friends that I played Redfall with, and we've all had it installed still, because I think there's that that weird uh, like social tension of like, are we still going to play it together? Or should I keep it installed just in case? And then one mm -hmm. of us just broached and asked the question, and all of us collectively were so happy to uninstall it that it's probably <laughs> the best Redfall moment I've had this year, is clicking uninstall. <laughs> pretty good oh boy yeah well, let's poor, talk about a game I, I will never uninstall from my switch <laughs> let's talk about tears of the kingdom i think i mean we've been we've all been playing at least a bit of it uh stretch you've been playing arguably too much of it yes like the, the, game's been, of it. the game's been out for 37 hours as of time of recording and i think i've sunk in 20 22 or 23 hours and that's insanity i have not touched any of the main quests i you don't have to i have done so much in like there has not been a boring moment in this game i have not like gone to the gerudo city to um the the rito tribe village i i've i have spent maybe 20 minutes in kakariko village and mm -hmm. that's about it and the rest has just been loving the world and playing with all of the new mechanics yeah yeah there's there's a lot here that's new from breath of the wild like, i think at least so far i haven't run into any of the uh the same sheikah powers that you like i haven't run into magnesis or cryo they're not there you. yeah the bombs yeah i wonder if they will be i don't know i, I feel like a well, lot of them have been replaced or like I suppose show so. up in different ways. There, yeah, you use you do something similar to what you would do before. Yeah, stretch your. There's, that. yeah, because I mean, there's like bombs is the simple one, but we have the bomb flowers for the back bomb arrows, and then there's also remote bombs that are a zoni equipment. Mm. Um, you can like attach and detonate off shit. Um, Master hand is just magnesis ultra hand uh, ultra yes, hand. go ahead sorry yeah. ultra hand yeah that's the one <laughs> yeah it's it's magnesis with with little big planet uh energy yeah. <laughs> you just you stick stuff together and glue it with some green goop god just combining shit is yes, so much yeah. fun it's ridiculous before yeah. we get into all that i just i am amazed at how big this game is yes. just how much how like there's so much shit in the sky obviously you start out there but then I have not played as much as you guys, but like I'm just seeing all the like, oh, there's a bunch of shit underground now, also mm -hmm. on top so of the old map. So there's, are you are you talking about just the the caves that you walk into? Well, there's caves and like the I walked by uh what was what they call it? like a scar chasm kind of thing. They're like, in oh the yeah, chasms. you can delve the into there, and it's like, what the fuck? Like there's already a bunch of things in the sky. Okay. Okay, so you have been to the depths. <laughs> There's, I haven't been in yet. I haven't. But, okay. uh, I've just seen it, and I'm, I'm just thinking of like, holy fuck! There's so much in this game. It's absurd how big mm -hmm. it is. 
Okay, I, so that means talking points. We will not discuss the depths. <laughs> no depths. Um, I think to me, honestly, the most impressive thing so far, um, the thing that that floored me was the way the game starts. Because it starts yeah. the same way Infinity War, like Avengers Infinity War and Endgame starts, where they're like, <laughs> we know why you're here. We know you've been waiting for this day for six yeah. years. So it's just black screen and then it fades in in Helvetica 12 point font, dead center of the screen, The Legend of Zelda. That's, that Cheers threw me up. I was like, what the fuck? And then it fades out and it just fucking starts. Then you're you know, going. Like, no menus. Some wild no... shit happens. Yeah. I'm already just... way more into I've seen little, I'm way more into what's going on with the lore and like story of this than Breath Wild. Same. It's like, but it, wild it, it shit just happened. It starts with like this level of like, it's almost like pompous gravitas where it's like they yeah. know like, they know how big the dick is, and they're, they're ready to. Yeah, they're ready doing to their own version. Out. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, they just they're it's it's a little bit arrogant, but also feels kind of deserved. It's like yeah, everyone's been waiting I mean, for this game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's fascinating. It fits, and I mean, um, Zelda lives for those like just over the top moment kind of things that it tries to build up. And it's also yeah. like this is. I mean, I guess you can kind of say Link Between Worlds was like a return to a, to a Hyrule that we knew. But this is like the first time that like yeah. you, we're going into a, a Zelda game where we know the world, where mm -hmm. like everything's familiar. I think that what worked really well for the Breath of the Wild opening was that Link doesn't know shit. We don't know shit. Let's figure it out together. But this one, they're like, you know we're not going to fuck around with this. Like, yeah, there's death mountain, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see, I guess. Yeah. Actually, I have not fo even followed up to see if I can find the beasts anywhere. The beasts, the divine, beasts. Uh, like the divine beasts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, I yeah. Little... Note to self. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But the, the fact that like we know the world, we don't need to like worry about that. That allows them to launch right into it. Because there's mm -hmm. definitely been games where it's like the game throws you into a world and just starts like spouting jargon and shit as if you're meant to know it. Um, yeah. That Tears just doesn't have to worry about. Yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking, because um, I have some friends who hadn't played Breath of the Wild, but they're like, you know, they're not really the big, like they don't play a lot of games, but they're hearing mm -hmm. the hype for this. And I've been like, the advice I was giving them was you can probably wait until Tears of the Kingdom because it's probably just going to be Breath of the Wild, but better, you know, mm -hmm. like it just because I, I always think of Breath of the Wild as a as a toy box, a sandbox. I don't really care yeah. about the story and I don't think most people do, honestly, because the story is just like memories. Um, but playing through the beginning of this, it kind of feels like if I hadn't played Breath of the Wild, I would be so lost. I would be like no idea what's going on. I don't know God, about that. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that the Great Sky Islands felt a lot more directed than uh, yeah. than the Great Plateau did. I th I think that oh, there that that beginning that you start, yeah, that where you start out it it's one of the best tutorial things in a game. It's so it does such a good job of setting up the game. Yeah, it is pretty organic, right? And it's it yeah. kind of funnels you in a direction without mm -hmm. feeling like a, a hallway, right? Mhm. Mm that, that it's all set up as a large ring that, you know, you can see the one that's far away from you, but, oh, I've got this shrine right here. Let me just go to that one. And it 
you know, there is no one saying you must do this, but yeah, I'm going to go to that shrine, like just path of least resistance. It, the, the tutorial funnels itself. Yeah. That makes um, sense. Cause, cause there's just stuff that wouldn't make sense if you tried to do it backwards. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. like I went the one way first to go up, uh, uh, no, the snow first i was like oh fuck this <laughs> yeah and i'd turn around went the other way right and then you can <laughs> gather the hot peppers on the way right like that yep. way so it all yeah it kind of makes sense and i guess i'm thinking more of like story perspective i feel like a lot of that that opening scene with like zelda going through the the murals i don't know i guess yeah. well, what, me, what like, did i, I really much... learn in breath while that would have helped you with that really I guess, yeah. I mean, because not... the game doesn't really go through the whole, like, this is Princess Zelda, and, like, here's what, what she's about. You know, it's just, like, Zelda and Link. That's well, it. You know, not much context of who they are. I guess there's some of that, but, I mean, I, I think was with Zelda, they've kind of, people know what the deal is mm -hmm. with them, right? Yeah. Even people that haven't played probably know of Zelda and Link in yeah. some capacity. That's fair. Yeah. You know that that intro tutorial island is pretty good, and there's so many secrets on it too that like I'm sure I didn't find everything. I'm, I yeah. don't know if any of us found everything on just that tutorial island. There's a Definitely ton of shit everywhere. Yeah, uh, I'm digging the shrines. I like the the way. I, I think it's it's easier to find them now. That, I mean, not that they were hard in Breath of the Wild either, because like the orange really pops. But mm -hmm. I like the green, the blue green wisp that goes up. You know, it's even easier yeah. to see. It's kind of it because because you've got the green wisp flying off them when they're locked, but then when they're unlocked, they themselves glow green, um, mm -hmm. or at least like the front of them has the the green sheen. Um, especially when you like, you get stupid high in the air. Um, like every single flight I take, I just look down. I'm like, okay, tag, tag, tag. Yeah. Um, oh, and I love that they let you use the the scope like when you're flying in the air because in breath of the wild i don't think you could while you were gliding but now they're yeah. like yeah fuck it when you're falling when you're gliding you can use Dude. it so a big yeah. thing is that you don't lose stamina for a lot of things that you yeah. just innately did before which is mm -hmm. very nice yeah um, did like, you lose stamina swimming before in breath yes, of the wild yeah. okay yeah. i couldn't remember they've, they've definitely done some tweakings it's much easier to climb and you can swim much further on yes. the same amount of stamina that's and definitely feels better i noticed too i i did a thing where i was trying to climb a wet surface and then i ran out of stamina because you know climbing wet surfaces fucking suck and i fell into water and i thought ah oh, okay i'm gonna lose a heart for that right but when you fall into the water they actually gave me like 20 percent stamina, like they just refunded oh. some stamina that was like okay yeah, like yeah. you did a little mess up but hey try to get back to shore you know that's awesome yeah there's so many QOL, like so many quality of life, life upgrades. Yeah. Um, can we, to the game. Can, we can we talk about the shrines themselves? I mean, we've done a few, like the tutorial ones, right? Stretch, you've done like half of them by now, maybe. Um, but but I've I'm... done thirty or forty. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm digging the way they are, right? Because I think I've done maybe ten, and they feel more. Uh, I don't know, I guess deep than a lot of the Breath of the Wild shrines. Like some of them are tutorial shrines where they teach you like mm -hmm. combat, which I thought was really nice to have. But then there's some where the, the puzzle feels more in depth. There's a lot more multi-room shrines I've noticed yeah. than um, in Breath of the Wild so far, at least. Yeah, yeah, Breath of the Wild, a lot of them were just like, oh, you figured out the one trick? All right, you're done. 
Mm-hmm. Have and, you and done the- any of the ones where they take away your items and equipment from you? Not yet. Okay. There's some oh, really cool shrines that'll be like, you know, this is a uh, a vehicle challenge. Mm. And so you'll come in and you won't have anything. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but you also can't use any of your Zonai orbs inside shrines. Oh, um, I so, didn't try. Yeah, so like the vehicle one is like, you get in and there's a bunch of robots around and you have to just kind of make, like you get a few weapons that you can do some stuff with, but the point of it is like, okay, I can like make a small vehicle here that will get me over to this larger vehicle, which I can hop on, which will like, and then you like escalate that way. Um, But there's some really cool, it's like taking what Eventide Isle was and making it a whole lot more super specific challenges. Mm. Um, and they're so fucking good, so fucking hard. <laughs> oh, I yeah. bet. Yeah, no, there's there's some challenges in there that are like, they, they feel a little more like dungeons, which I haven't even done a real dungeon yet, but um, there's just something about the shrines that I think feel a lot better in this game, or like more, you have to think a little harder, and because of the tools they give you, there's multi, like the multiple solutions are more obvious, I feel, than in Breath of the Wild yeah yeah um i've noticed too while you're talking about vehicles uh man ultra hand is it is wild the things you can build with it i just picked up like a zonai orb that that's just a cannon it's just dead ass a cannon mm-hmm. i'm like can i just build like a flying fortress of do like just a pirate ship of cannon doom like flamethrowers and cannons and that that'd be fun that'd be cool Pretty good. That's, I think the biggest thing that, that Nintendo's really good at, and this has been really good at doing too, is there's like a crazy sense of wonder on stuff. Like certain stuff, like like this is really good at like, can I do that? And then you try it and like, oh my God, it does do that. Or um, this works just how I'd want it to. Like I was, uh, so I have my nephew was watching me play and he's, you know, cheering on Lincoln or whatever. And we get to the part where we get to, uh, you can use those gliders like you set them up and they launch mm. off and you stand on it he was like holy shit he's like i want to do that that's cool it's really cool but i was like that the way it works is just so fucking rad just like yeah going through the air and you walk a little bit and it'll turn or you go down to gain speed like it's, it's so simple like we, it's, a, it's just a simple thing that they nail and they do that kind of stuff mm-hmm. all the time yeah that's amazing mm-hmm um, and there, I mean, it, it was stuff that came up in the previews and stuff, but there's an ability that you can get later that allows you to basically work off blueprints or even mm. off yeah. your like previous history of building things. So it's not even that you need to like worry about the game giving you like, hey, this is the way that we want you to build something. Mm-hmm. You can be like, okay, I'm going to take that. And then I'm going to add more wheels to the bottom and guns and this and that. And then like, that's what I'm going to build. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. Can, can we also talk about the stupidest thing in the game? The fuse ability. That is so, it's so stupid and goofy and I love it. So it's so. Every time I see it, just a rock on the end of a sword. I'm like, this is good. This is a good time. (laughs) This is a good video game. Yeah. <laughs> like I attached a minecart to the end of a sword, and it looks so stupid. Beautiful. And then, Stretch, you told me that like if you put a minecart on a shield, you can use it to grind on rails, which is like 
That's amazing. But you just, you don't, I, I think that already just with your shield, it will like kind of magnet you onto the rail so that you can grind it. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's meant to save durability if you do it. There's like, there's just going to be combinations that people are trying to figure out and find for like a year, years. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, here, here's one. I don't know if anyone's tried this yet, but can you attach a Zonai wheel to a shield? Probably shit. just ride on the shield <laughs> and just ride the shield. Yeah, just like as a little like a unicycle. That'd be pretty rad. Oh shit! You probably can just like link with the big wheel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. See, that, that's which is like right game. there. I just yeah. want to grab it and do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what this game is great. I, I mean, Breath of the Wild had a similar feeling, right? Of like, I wonder if you can do that, and this game just turns mm -hmm. it up to eleven with yeah. all the Zonai stuff. I wish I could remember to give them credit, but I think it was it was must have been a reviewer or just someone talking about it that um, that I was skeptical of hearing first that it's like man it really felt like Breath of the Wild was like the prototype to this now, which is insane to think of when with how much yeah. stuff goes on with Breath of the Wild like that's just how much of a step up this is, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Yeah, I mean there's a there's an interview that Polygon did uh, with with the people behind Legend of Zelda that's pretty good and it, it goes into how they're like oh yeah cheating is fun like we want to yeah. embrace how you can kind of quote unquote cheat in this game um and in it they revealed that some of these powers that you do in tears of the kingdom they were already experimenting with toward the end of development for breath of the wild and they decided to shelve it because they were like this might be too much on top of yeah. everything else we have until they saw like after Breath of the Wild was out there and people, people were trying to shit. people were trying to do the shit that they're like, yeah. oh, these powers would have been perfect for that, where it's like, okay, yeah. well there you go. There's Tears so. of the Kingdom. Weird. Yeah. These these Zelda devs know what they're fucking doing. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. I know what's up. Mm -hmm. Um and like with with such an increase, like not not even just for the depths, but for how many like caves and just like mm -hmm. slightly underground systems there are to like get to the end of a cave feel like okay i've i've done everything and not have to, like there's no worry about like okay how do i get back out it's like oh i'm just gonna go through the ceiling yeah i'm just um, gonna ascend swim through it yeah for there was there were so many times when i was like doing like big climbing mountains or this or that when i like first started playing i was like oh it would be so great if I could get up there. That's such a pain. And I'm like, oh no, I have an ability for that now. And it's just like, it's also this weird like muscle memory of what I can and cannot do in Breath of the Wild yep. and how I can throw all of that out the fucking window. Yeah. <laughs> the Ascend one, when I, mean, I first like, saw it, so weird. Yeah. It doesn't seem to fit. Like it's such a, seems like such a specific thing that only does one thing. You know what I mean? Like where the other ones, yes. you can see all kinds of possibilities, but like, it was such some whoever thought of that was like we re they really need something like this well i think that that was brilliant. part of that interview that you were talking about that ascend was originally a dev tool mm. um uh. it was it was something that the devs used to quickly get back to the overworld when they were like testing out um underground spaces and then you know from there they were just like well you know if, if we're finding it a hassle to get back out yeah players probably will as well it's such a great yeah. idea mm -hmm. 
Like, I found myself now, like my original, when I played Breath of the Wild, I, I would focus stamina first to upgrade that because in my mm-hmm. head, it was like, I want to climb as much shit and as high as possible, yeah. right? Now the, the trick in my brain is more, I want to glide as far as possible because there's so much shit you want to get out there to to see and there's so many ways to just shoot yourself straight up like i love that the towers now instead of like a climbing puzzle they're all just like like we're just gonna shoot you into the sky you figure it out right um so it's just nice to go to those and like be able to glide wherever you want to go there yeah some of the other towers do have puzzles associated with opening the door yes so yeah you, you will still one. get a little bit of that but it's not as much as as the, the lost towers yeah. so i haven't played as much as you guys but you do get the just regular old glider that was from breath of the wild that you just pop out you do mm-hmm. um Thank you, God, i've been missing that so much i'm like give me the fucking glider like it's so it, nice to have yeah just keep doing the main quest until yeah, you get I figured, it That's, i figured i yeah. figured but mm-hmm. i was just like damn especially coming off of playing the uh burning shore stuff from horizon because she also has a glider that's the same fucking thing it's like right. it's so nice to have mm-hmm. but, you can if you if you have a short sword weapon and it, like it needs to be a short sword because of like the way that link does the animation when he drops yeah but if if you jump off a cliff and are paragliding you can pop a pop a wing zone eye out and then immediately do the the drop attack to move forward enough to land on its tail so you can go like you can shoot all the way up into the yeah, sky I see what you're saying and then immediately hop onto up uh, onto a wing zone eye and like it it has a certain time limit for it but it means that you're not using stamina and if you have extra wing zone eye then you can just transfer pop another one yeah oh my god that is stupid this game's stupid <laughs> this game's amazing i like that idea of like from the time from the interview like making it feel as though people are getting away with something Mm-hmm. and just yeah. chasing that feeling all the time like ah we i get bet you they didn't think of this like i'm breaking the game it's like no i mean that's the attention now yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's they did that so well in super mario odyssey mm. that it would be like you know uh, an example off the top of my head would be like those giant doorways in uh underneath the sand kingdom like mm-hmm. as you're heading towards the the knuckle attack fight um and they've got like these giant massive doorway things, but like you can maneuver your way around and up the pylons and get onto the very top. And if you get onto the top, there's uh, 20 invisible coins. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. just like, it's it's so like, haha, I did it. I got to where I shouldn't have been. And it's like yeah. Miyamoto's there saying, hello, welcome. You know, here's your prize. Yeah, <laughs> Good <reward>. job. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's such, I think that's when I've said it a few times before, but like that's when games uh, are at their best is when you feel like you've had a, a eureka moment or you've pulled something out or you figured something out. Mm-hmm. And that's all this is. That's in that, them saying that feel like you're cheating is that's exactly what that is. It's a brilliant way to put it and a great great feeling to chase because that's really the best moments in games when you feel like you've done that Mm -hmm. like i think uh what i love too is that it's very versatile and like Mm. everyone's gonna build something differently like there's that one uh korok seed puzzle in the tutorial town where it's like that one korok wants to get to his friend and there's that that rail that leads to it so it's like the the obvious solution is they give you like these hooks and then like a platform so you can like you know, uh-huh. just ride down the rail. And 
I didn't do the puzzle until I, and then I watched like a streamer play it. And it's like, I didn't know you could pick up the Koroks at the time. You can just ultra hand them and glue yeah. them to whatever. Just so funny. Yeah. I just threw um, them in a minecart and pushed them over there. Yeah. Um, but so like for me, the way I solved the puzzle is like, okay, there's two hooks and one wooden platform. So I'm going to attach both hooks to it and ride down. Then I saw someone else. They only attached one hook to the center and it still worked. And then I saw someone else where they just attached only the hook to the rail thing and then just grabbed onto it, like climbed onto it and it would roll. It would still ride That's down. Good idea. Like, there's a bunch of different solutions and it's all just like, they all it work. Yeah. There's, there's the same like kind of car rock that like, Oh, I need to go to my friend. And it like stretches across central Hyrule field. So someone someone just attached four big wheels to the Korok. That's so good. Sit on the Korok. That's sit such on the Korok a good idea. Down and they just took off. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I've already this... seen all kinds of people like building like human frames out of uh human frames out of everything glued together and then attaching fire zone eye to the end of a penis that will then like yep. flail in the wind <laughs> mm -hmm. that's amazing it's, yeah, it's making its own tiktok is already just yeah tiktok is already filled with people um creating all kinds of cool fucking shit yeah like it, it has, we just started. It's who knows where we're gonna go. Right. Next week we're gonna be like, I've killed Ganon seven times, and here's how. Here's all seven all different right. ways or some here's, shit. Here's the giant mecha built to beat Ganon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, I know that. I know that like variety streamers like Point Crow, who has done like beating Breath of the Wild with only a stick kind of mm -hmm. content. Um, I know that he's already wanting to do like a meat weapons only run and stuff. <laughs> Perfect. It's good stuff. Yeah. I, this game, it has a very Minecraft quality to me. Like when Minecraft first mm. came out, like back in the day where it's just like the possibilities feel endless. Yeah. Um, it has that feeling to me right now. Cause like, it's, it's not quite as like, it's not voxels or anything. And, and the zone I tools all have rules to them. Like they all have a specific function. Mm -hmm. But it's how you use that function and what you attach it to that feels so endless to me, you know? Yeah. yeah. I even had, like, there's so many great ways to utilize the powers with the Zonai tools as well. Like, you know, if you just have the wing and it's just on the ground, hold it up in the air, put it back on the ground, and then reverse time. Mm -hmm. And you just, like, set yourself up for launch and yep. it's just so many fucking simple solutions that are just going to be mind blown so mm -hmm. this game is ridiculous man i will like i won't go too far into it as well but the the story that i have experienced so far has been really really good as well so i'm looking forward to kind of more people catching up to that to have bigger discussions about mm -hmm. the fucks going on in hyrule Right. Um, if I'm going to be honest with you, man, I don't think I'm going to touch the story for another like three weeks. I think I'm just going to. Hey, even if you just get the memories, Fair. Just let, let me know when you've got the memories. Mm -hmm. I'll uh, keep an eye on what, One thing I do want to talk about too, because it was potentially the most divisive thing about Breath of the Wild was the weapon durability system. I know some people were really not a big fan of that in the original game. You know, it, it can be 
a little frustrating sometimes. And I think this game's solution is the fusibility, right? Because you can mm-hmm. you can attach a sword to a sword, you know, like it's it's yeah. that sort of stuff. And I'm, I'm just curious how so far how how you're feeling, both of you, how you're feeling about this new kind of take because it's still durability, like weapons still break, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, when I uh, we did a reaction video to that short presentation where they showed everything for the first time not that long ago and i, I said then i i agree now having used it i i think i was my initial reaction to it was right that it's the perfect marry marrying to that idea of like because the whole point of it originally breath of wild even was like okay you get to use more stuff like you'll experience with other experiment with other things and now it's like oh now okay this sword with a rock is broken but now i want to make a sword with a whatever the fuck else see what happens with that and so now mm-hmm. it's like it's not it's not a like oh man i lost the thing it's like oh now i get to try a new fucking weird thing <laughs> all the time yeah. and it works perfectly because because there's uh, like endless combinations like it'll, it'll uh, yeah it's perfect mm-hmm. it does such a good job of rewarding exploring as well yeah um you know going somewhere with a higher level enemy you know, if you manage to defeat that enemy and get an extra special horn off it that has, you know, so much more damage than what you're used to, it kind of helps, um, it helps like ramp you up in terms of what you can do. Yeah. And like how, yeah, you can have just started the game, but you can have a weapon that's dealing 40 damage um, relatively quickly if you have the skills to fight the thing with your level four stick mm-hmm. yeah like i've noticed the the boko arms like when when it's like a you know when it's nighttime and the skeletons come out mm-hmm. they're like high damage but they break really quick so it's kind of one of those like maybe fuse it to a stick and so then you can do like one or two big hits right like, yeah. it's like that's how you kind of strategize now um i don't know i think it's kind of fascinating the way the fuse system works and how it changes the way you think about kind of every weapon you know, like it's not so much like yeah. I need to stock up on soldier broadswords, but more how many soldier broadswords can I attach to what and how and why? Yeah. Well, even like if you get something like, oh, I found a, a stick or something else, it's not as disappointing anymore. Like, oh, I could, I'll just throw some fucking wacky shit on it. And there we mm-hmm. go. There's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, like no matter where you are, chances are in your inventory, you have something that will help bring a stick up to a workable level. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like too that it kind of reframes uh, monster parts too, because with Breath of the Wild, they're meant for elixirs. Yeah. I did not give a shit and I did not yeah, make any just elixirs. Inventory is full of it. You never used it. Yes. But now mm-hmm. it's, I, I, I do worry a little bit what this game is going to look like at hour 20, hour 30, mm-hmm. because already it looks like. <laughs> sure yeah uh, okay i'm not worried anymore no, no. but the, the one thing i do worry about is like if you hold up on the d-pad that brings up like your quick inventory which is like all the things you can slap onto stuff or yeah. throw on the ground right and it's already feeling pretty big to me and it's just a left to right scroll yeah so i i do worry like I at some point it's gonna is it gonna be too like i'm looking for that one th- i'm looking for this thing you know so i uh, Yes, the the scroll is ridiculous, um, especially right. now that I have like a boko horn, a strong boko horn, a blue uh, boko horn, a black boko horn, a silver boko <laughs> horn. 
Uh. And you know, that's like the Boko horns alone can take up your whole in inventory. At that point, what I have then primarily been using, especially when it comes to like the arrows and stuff, um, is just the frequently used. Yeah. Because I'm now at the point where like, you know, hey, I use the Aracuda eyes, I use the bombs, uh, sometimes wings, um, fire chew jellies, water chew jellies, lightning chew jellies, and that everything is right there. Mm. Oh, and the the glow plants. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it is stupid if it is like, oh, I got something new, I want to use that. That's a pain in the ass, um, 100%. Um, but if you're just cycling between like when you pull up your wheel and you use the most frequent most frequently used and zoni equipment you're you're relatively fine mm. okay that's good to know yeah this this is like i just want to go down go back and play it i just I feel like this is going to be I mean, me for the next weeks yeah <laughs> yeah like i've i've been wanting to say because you know, I know how far I'm in it. Like, I've almost wanted to, like, have some kind of, like, tiered channel system in Slack. I don't want to say anything publicly. Like, most of the talking that I've been doing has been in the in the guide channel. Even then, I felt bad saying come some of the stuff. But, um, you know, I just want to, like, if you have done X, you can now talk about Tears of the Kingdom in this room and, like, yeah. building up tiers of, like, uh what we are allowed to talk about tears of the slack channel yeah exactly i need i need tears Boy, that, of the slack that didn't channel. land like he it wanted really did not land nope it did not <laughs> so i was just i was i was busy thinking about how great the title of the game is and i was like yes so good oh man yeah, I, i'm just gonna be i'm gonna be mainlining this game for the next two weeks pretty, pretty much well, so you're the furthest of all of us. And like, you know, without spoilers, would you say you're 10%, 5, 20%? Like, <laughs> you know, how much, how much do you, how much have you scratched on the surface? Do you think so far? I mean, if, if we would like go by like numbers of, of things, um, like I've definitely been seeking out some of like the bigger looking quests. Um, I've, I've opened up 100% of the map. Uh, in terms of the towers, I've maybe gotten 30, 40 shrines. Uh, I haven't done any of the main quest lines. I've gotten the 11 memories. Um, I've got the master sword. Uh, but like my, my depths map, I maybe have 15% of it uh, unlocked. Mm. I've done a whole bunch of exploring down there. There's some really cool enemy mechanics that go on down there. Um, and there's a few, like there's a few more big quests that I'm immediately looking at to go to, but um, like, I, I think that I'm really just at the surface, God. which is wild. <laughs> yeah. This is a big like, game. When we start talking like us, it's, I'm amazed how fucking big it is. When I, as soon as I saw that chasm, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> On top of the the whatever's new going on with the map, we already knew with and then the stuff in the sky. I was like, holy shit! Because there was at one point, I think it was the first well or something, which I haven't done yet. They're like, oh yeah, you get there, you got to find all the shit in the like it, down below. It's in the deep depths of the world. I'm like, oh fuck! Like, 
That's huge. It's massive. Yeah. It's, it's it's so crazy that so much of like the marketing and the push was to, hey, check out these sky islands, and you can rise up to the sky islands and check out these sky islands, yeah. and then the game launches and it's like, surprise, motherfuckers! There's a tiny amount of sky islands. Yeah. There is an entire map the size of the overworld underneath the overworld. <laughs> it's low rule. It's it's not a like a story spoiler as well, but um the when the dragons disappear, they they go under. Hmm. So there will be times that you will be innocuously like flying over and dropping into a chasm to have a dragon coming up <laughs> the other way at you. That's um, kind of bad. And when like the fire dragon makes everything insanely hot around him, uh, it starts to immediately like start killing you as you are trying to drop into this. It's amazing. Yeah, this game is I can't I just I want to play more. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, uh, Matt Mercer at the beginning, the the, the Giga Chad mummy. That was, yeah. was kind of fun. That was like, you know, the Daddy whole, Dwarf. Like, I think he yeah. just changed his Twitter bio. To Daddy Dwarf? <laughs> no, he he had like an uh, interview with Variety or something. Uh, Thirst Trap Ganon Daddy. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> he would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I mean, it's just the the way they. I feel like they earn because the, you know you go back to three hearts. They got to give you a reason to start over again, right? They got. Well, I, I thought that was rad. I'm like usually yeah. games like that, it always feels so like contrived. You're like, all right, hey, I, I like, oh, I was in the ocean, and all my stuff fell off. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. whatever. Right. But this oh, fell, no, I was I, like, oh fuck, Link's getting fucked up, and like even yeah. just the part where they cuts his cheek, and he's like, that's fucking it, buddy. Like. Yeah. That this is the sword that that yeah. seals the darkness. What That's all you got. Piece of shit, man. And yeah. that, and that he loses his fucking arm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was that was rad. That was yeah. super rad. But like they mm -hmm. really earned the whole like starting yeah. from scratch. Because because you yes. know when the game starts right, you have you're decked out. You got like the maxed out champion's yep. tunic. You got thirty the master sword. All your That's hearts. Yeah. That's more than you could even get in Breath of the Wild right. if you 100% completed it. It's great. Because um, uh, you could only get to like three hearts short. Um, I kind of like, with, when we were talking about like the surprise of like the depths and like going underneath, I almost wish like, even if they, they showed so little of this game before it came out, they had that one 10 minute thing where they showed stuff or 20 minute thing. And that was kind of it. I almost wish I hadn't even seen that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. there's just so much cool shit, surprising stuff. And I know that I've, I haven't even gotten an inkling of all the stuff. It's mm -hmm. great. How, how fucking terrifying is that first encounter with a like, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I know what you the big uh, worm things. So that, like, I, the red bowl pops out and you've got oh, to shoot yeah. it. I was like, what the it? fuck? Yeah. I, I just those are bombs. Those are recurring enemies. Yeah, yeah, but they, they drop like a unique resource, right? I don't I don't know what you use mm -hmm. it for yet, but yeah, yeah. Oh, I eventually like, like stone. Get that like, like put a, one of those fire breathing things on a shield, and I was like, fuck off, dude. Just yeah. spray that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I, th I think I think we should we should call it here, maybe because I think we all just want to keep playing more, and I'm sure that the people <laughs> yeah. listening want to play more. It's uh, a good game. It's a good it is, game. It is a good video game. It is. It is. It is like 
Breath of Wild yeah. is one of the best reviewed games of all time, and this is much better than that game. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about. Yeah, this feels way better. Um, but yeah, I think that does it for this week's episode of the Tech Raptor Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And if you did, let us know in the comments down below what is the weirdest, wildest, craziest fucking thing you've done yet in yeah. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Because we want to know. You know, if you found a weird ass shrine by doing something crazy, or if you like built a, a mecha machine of death. Let us know in the comments down below. Um, and if you want more of us, we're always publishing news, features, reviews, etc. at techraptor.net. Or if you want more of this show, we'll be back in your feed next Monday, and we will see you then.